Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. Tonight, while Bill Mead waited anxiously in Del Shipley's Chicago apartment, Aunt Mary sat opposite Anna Bartok in the young woman's shabby rooming house. She'd been there since late afternoon, trying to persuade Anna to admit she knew Mario Descari's whereabouts and tell her how to find him. But... Anna was afraid she would lose Mario if his friends ever reached him. She refused to talk. Finally, exhausted, the unhappy girl fell into a heavy slumber. When she woke, she remembered miserably that she'd confessed too much. Now, Mrs. Lane knew that Mario was somewhere nearby. Looking around, Anna saw that her room had been tidied, and there was the fragrance of freshly made coffee. Mrs. Lane was still there. None too graciously, she accepted a cup from Aunt Mary for whom she was beginning to feel a respect she tried not to show. Desperately, she argued her right to a life with Mario. But Aunt Mary had challenged that right. Deep inside, I think you know Mario still loves his wife. You've tried to deceive yourself, but you can't. I wish you'd stop telling me how I feel and how I think. I know how I feel. Real love is unselfish love, Anna. That's why I say if you went to Mario... You must think I'm crazy throwing away the only chance I ever had, tossing the whole thing out the window chance, Anna. Do you honestly believe you have one? Do you deserve it in this particular instance? It ain't a question of deserving. I think it is. It's a question of another person's right. Listen, if everybody hung around waiting for what they deserve, nobody would ever get anything they want. That's a pretty cynical philosophy. Sure it is. I learned it the hard way, too. I say you gotta grab what you want and hang on to it. If you've been following that philosophy all your life, I should think by now you'd have discovered how mistaken you are. Just the opposite. I know how right I am. But one thing I sure discovered tonight. The fool to shoot off my mouth. I shouldn't have admitted anything to you. Someday, Anna, I'm sure you'll be glad you did. <laughs> you mean I'll pat myself on the back for being a sucker? Not for being a... a sucker, Anna. For being just. For being considerate. Sure. I'd like to kick myself. The joke is, I talked of my own accord, of my own free will. That's right. Sure, it's funny. As soon as you told me the cops went after Mario, that he wasn't in trouble with the law, I should have tumbled to the idea it was safe to keep my mouth shut. If you hadn't told me, you could have bluffed me into it. But you never even tried to. That wouldn't have been fair. 
You really believe in clean fighting, don't you? If you mean I don't believe in trickery, you're quite right. I never have. Most people don't pull their punches. So a person expects to get hit below the belt. Might be different if everybody acted on the up and up, but they don't. And uh, the only way people will come to realize that it would be a better world is if everyone was fair or honest with each other. Well, they never will be. Take it from one who knows. They might. But first, those who care enough have to set an example. You mean... Somebody has to stick his neck out. Someone has to have the courage of his conviction. Yes. Look, I know what you're leading up to. Do you? Sure. Sure you want me to be sucker enough to give Mario the gate so he'll go home to his wife. Well, you got the wrong gal, Mrs. Lane, believe me. Somehow, I don't think I have. I gave you Mario's address. What more do you want? Look, Mrs. Lane, you've done pretty good tonight. You managed to talk me into telling you where Mario is. Why don't you get smart? What do you expect, miracles? Miracles? No, I only want you to realize your own capacity to be generous toward another person. A person you've never met. And you do want miracles. I wasn't cut out to be the self-sacrificing type. Besides, if you think Mary will change his mind about going home, why don't you talk to him himself? Well, let's still me do it. It's his party, too, ain't it? Bill's life is very much involved in this. That's true. You see, Anna, unless Mario agrees to return, we'll have no way to prove Bill's innocence. And that means he'll never be able to get a job in Wakefield. Even if Mario does go home, that won't change people's idea about Bill Mead, will it? It will, if Mario admits he was mistaken, if he tells people so. Once Bill's name is cleared, the whole thing will straighten out. His old job at the bank will be waiting for him, and he and my niece can be married. So you see how very important it is. Mm. Maybe a niece would be better off not marrying this guy. No, Bill's a fine boy. Nothing would make me happier than for Peggy and Bill to marry at their own home. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. We got so close to it. Thought we'd left town yesterday, none of this would have happened. Mario was just as sold on the idea as I was, no matter what you may think. You think it's all my idea to keep him from going home. You'll find out if you talk to him. When Bill knows where Mario is, I'm sure he'll want to see him and explain. Yeah, you better be prepared to do some fast talking. You may get a punch in the nose. Maybe all that stuff about Bill Mead and Mario's wife was just gossip. As far as Mario's concerned, it was the truth. He's good and sore at me, too. I'm sure Bill can make him understand he's wrong. And if you don't mind, I'd like to phone Bill right now. Sure. Sure, go right ahead. Out in the hall, foot of the stairs. The light switch is just outside. Thank you, Anna. By the way, whoever goes over there, better bring the poor guy some food he hasn't had dinner. I was going to bring it over to him. Here it is, 10 o'clock. I'll tell Bill. Perhaps the two of them can go out and have a bite together. Well, not to be discouraging, but I wouldn't count on it if I were you. You still don't realize how Mario feels. Hello, Miss Shipley's apartment. Oh, is that you, Bill? Aunt Mary. 
Oh, gosh, I'm glad to hear from you. I've been worried. I know, uh, but I couldn't call sooner. Well, I've been here at Dell since 7.30. Tell me, where are you? What's going on? I'm in Gary, Bill. Gary? Well, how come? Remember this girl Captain Russo told me about? Yeah? Well, you know, he said she probably knew where Mario was. Well, does she know? Yes, Bill. She knows Mario. He's been living here. You mean Mario's there now? Well, I'll be right oh, over. No, he's not here at this rooming house, Bill. He's at a little hotel nearby. Oh, Oh, gosh, Aunt Mary, that's wonderful. You found him. Yes, Bill. But we aren't finished yet by any means. Uh, well, I'm, I'm leaving here right away. I've got to talk to him. It may not be so easy to convince him. You see, Miss Bartok says Mario still feels a great deal of resentment toward you. Oh, but I can make him realize that he's wrong. I've got to. Well, I hope so. Finding Mario won't mean a thing if he refuses to go home. And that's what worries me at the moment. It's just possible he may refuse to return to Wakefield. No, he won't if I can help it. Don't worry, Aunt Mary. I'll make him see the light somehow. Well, Bill, I'll keep my fingers crossed. You mean you're not coming along? I thought I could meet you there. It might be best for you to see him alone first. Yeah, you're probably right. The address is a little hotel, the Rialto. It's on the corner of Sixth and Mason here in Gary. Sixth? Mason. I got it. Oh, yes, and Bill. Yeah? Mario's registered as Tony Gallardi. Gallardi. Okay, I'll get over there as soon as I can. Uh, but where'll you be, Aunt Mary? I'll stay where I am, Bill. Here at Anna Bartok's. It's nineteen thirty Franklin Street. Well, don't worry, Aunt Mary. I won't be long. And believe me, when I get there to meet you, Mary will be with me. A few minutes later, Bill Mead left Dell's apartment, hailed a cab, and gave the address of Mario Descari's hotel. As the taxi cut through the heavy traffic, the young man confidently looked forward to his meeting with Mario. Surely he could convince him, Bill thought. Surely he could persuade Mary to return home to Wakefield. But after he climbed the dark stairs of the shabby little hotel and knocked on Mario's door, Bill's confidence began to desert him. How would his former friend react, Bill wondered, when he saw the man he still believed had stolen his wife's love? 